Welcome back to the Volva Village podcast. We're going to dive right in. I'm Dr. Zazu Siosi, pelvic floor physical therapist, birth doula, childbirth educator, and advocate for your vulva. <laughs> and we are going to chat about the pelvic floor today more specifically. So a lot of people that I see kind of don't know their pelvic floor and kind of reproductive anatomy. So if I told you to pin the tail on the vulva, most people wouldn't know where to put it. Um, And so in particular, the vulva is all of the external genitalia that we can see from the outside. And the vagina is actually something you can't see from the outside. And it's actually the tube that lives in between uh, both the urethra, where we pee from, that urethral tube that attaches and connects the bladder to the outside, and the rectum that attaches your bowels, basically, to the outside. So the vagina is that inner tube that attaches specifically through an organ called your cervix through to the uterus, which has its fallopian tubes and ovaries, where we have lots of good hormones and things happening on a monthly basis, depending on where you are in your reproductive life. So pelvic floor muscles work into this equation uh, because they are really really helpful in both helping you be able to pee not on accident and not on yourself uh, during the day when you laugh, sneeze, or cough. Uh, They help you to be able to poop. So making sure that you're not having to push down or strain or you actually feel like you fully emptied. They also can be helpful during sex. Uh, And so just like in ways that they can be helpful and their function should be ideally kind of aiding the system to work really well together as a whole, if we've got pelvic floor issues, we can also start to have problems in those areas. And that's where, again, a lot of times just literally knowing what body parts you have, what roles they play, puts you so far ahead of the curve in being able to help recognize, okay, cool, this is going on in my body and how to start helping yourself, how to start start healing yourself um, and how to start building your vulva village, if you will, uh, if you are someone with a vulva that needs a little bit of help. So, Let's dive into the pelvic floor specific anatomy, right? What are those muscles? What are the the functions and all of that that good stuff? Because this is something that a lot of times people don't know and we should all know. So your pelvic floor muscles are basically the muscles that live at the very bottom of your pelvis. A lot of times we think about these muscles as being, you know, on an island by themselves. However, just like any other muscle group in the body, we have 
to be able to use those muscles in collaboration with the surrounding muscles. So that does include your abdominal muscles of your core, your low back muscles, your diaphragm, your hip muscles, even down to your feet and up to your shoulder, right? We know that actually through research, we know as soon as you lift your arm and you raise your hand, you're automatically getting a pelvic floor muscle contraction that should be happening in an ideal system because our pelvic floor muscles are one of the four major parts of our core system, which Again, I named the other parts, but the other parts include, right, the abdominal muscles in the front, the deep back muscle stabilizers in the back, the diaphragm up at the top, and how you manage that pressure inside of that core system is dependent on how are those muscles working together as a system and how are you also then using your own breath or your vocal diaphragm to help release or change or manage that pressure, which has implications all the way down to the pelvic floor. So a lot of times I will see see people with pelvic floor muscle tension issues, pain uh, that are also having acid reflux. And that's a lot of times because the pelvic floor is holding so much tension that pressure's got to go somewhere. It's all part of the same system. So the only place it has to go in some cases is up. And so you may have some people with acid reflux that actually is coming from a pelvic floor issue. So it's really important as we dive into more of the specifics of the pelvic floor muscle kind of anatomy and function that we really keep in mind that this system works as a part of a team with your entire body. And while pelvic floor physical therapy should definitely address these specific muscles, they're not out there on an island and you got to bring in all their friends at the same time. So your pelvic floor has three different muscle layers to it. Your first muscle layer basically helps to close all of the openings that we have that I mentioned before, like your rectal opening, your vaginal opening, your urethral opening. And it is very sensitive. It's the first layer that comes into contact with the external world. So that's an additional role that it has there. And a lot of times like that we see uh, be a little bit more sensitive than, for example, the deepest layer of your pelvic floor muscles, which would be your third layer. So that is basically evolved and adapted to being able to tolerate things penetrating it. So it makes less sense evolutionarily that if you're going to have something penetrating that area uh, with a certain amount of force, that that tissue be really, really sensitive. If For example, right, like if you use um, any sort of menstrual product where you have to insert it, like something like a tampon, um, then, you know, you know you have it in generally correctly when you you don't really feel it, right? Uh, And so that's just an example of, right, how 
different muscles in the same system have different roles and responsibilities and jobs. And you can kind of tell, again, if you have some of this background knowledge, if something's going on, right, then you're able to kind of tease out a little bit, at least to be able to see, okay, well, maybe this might be going on in my pelvic floor, and I should ask for this specific support. So the layer that I left out was your second layer of pelvic floor muscles. And this layer of pelvic floor muscles is a little bit deeper inside the pelvis, but not by too, too much. I like to call um, the muscles uh, around the urethra, uh, that tube that attaches your bladder to the external world where we pee out of. We've got a muscle there. Um, I call it the pig in the blanket muscle because it wraps around the urethra and it helps to create that pressure in that tube so that we're not leaking when we're sneezing, laughing, jumping, or otherwise should be keeping our pee inside of us. Uh, we're not we're not trying to go to the bathroom. And so this is a part of that second layer. And we've got another muscle that really wraps around the vaginal tube and also helps with some compression or releasing in and through that area. And specifically, I tend to see... Um, a lot of people who have pain with sex uh, that basically those muscles can kind of close down between the first and the second layers and uh, really not allow for any type of penetration or it'd be very, very, very difficult and painful. So then we've got, again, back to our third layer of muscles where these muscles are, I call them kind of like the the meatiest muscles out of the out of the group because they really are the largest, and because they're the largest, they really help support our bony pelvis. So, I hear a lot in the circles that I'm in as a physical therapist, but also as someone who loves yoga, bar, Pilates, lifting, weight, um, pretty much loves most forms of movement, uh, but pelvic stability, those those terms, buzzwords, if you will. Um, so this third layer really helps in terms of being able to make that bony pelvis of yours continue to be like nice and solid. And so when we talk about, you know, a stable pelvis or an unstable pelvis, a lot of times people forget that, yeah, you can train your muscles to help basically reinforce that area, especially if you're, you know, in a time of your life where the mobility of that system is a little bit more malleable or flexible, like as if you're pregnant or if you're breastfeeding or if your hormones are in different states that that can impact that. However, we kind of forget that we've got a bunch of ligaments in and around the bones of our pelvis that also, on top of all of the musculature, help to maintain like really good function out of our uh, pelvic floor and pelvic bone structure, so which is the base for our body. So we've got the first layer, second layer, third layer of pelvic floor muscles. You've got muscles on the right side, same as the muscles on the left side. We're symmetrical, just like you've got a right and a left arm. 
And most people think if they've got a pelvic floor problem that it has to do with your pelvic floor muscles being too weak. But that, while that can be an issue, most of the time, it's actually an issue of coordination. So maybe your pelvic floor isn't too weak, but maybe it's actually not um, kind of timing its coordination in the most ideal way, and so therefore you're leaking, right? Or your um, baseline tension is at a tension level that is too high, and so then baseline you've got pain, when maybe you're doing, you know, bar or maybe when you're having sex. So the pelvic floor in particular is something that is a system that's pretty complex, but it's simple at the same time. We just need to have good background information. And that's literally why we're here at the Volvo Village is to start to provide some of this really good in-depth background information so that you can empower yourself and help yourself and ask for help when you need it. So the last thing is that your pelvic floor muscles really are a group of muscles that not only function like, you know, say your hamstring or maybe your shoulder muscles that help move your bones or your body around, but they have that crossover effect of really impacting your bladder, bowel, sexual, and like reproductive health. So if something is kind of not going well here or needs a little bit of support, you can both impact, okay, like your physical activity, how are you able to walk, roll in bed, do any exercise or your daily activities, but then also impact like, are you peeing on yourself? Are you um, constipated? Like you can't poop? Are you are you having pain with sex like or even gynecological exams or even tolerating any sort of like penetration or menstrual products and through that area and those muscles and that system also supports all of those organs that live inside your pelvis. So your bladder, your uterus, your rectum. And they're a very important component to being able to make sure that all of that stays supported. So that is your pelvic floor basics 101 And we're going to hop on and talk about more specific pelvic floor issues like stress urinary incontinence or pain with sex and constipation, you know, other rehab topics that are important for us to chat about in the future. So if you want to hear more about that, come on back and you're always welcome in the Volvo Village. I'll catch you guys next time. (music) 